0: Hi, I'm Kathy Bixel, and welcome to the Kathy Bixel Pod. It's great to be back in my, quote, podcast chair after a couple weeks of absence due to my schedule and other commitments, but we are back in the saddle today and ready to go, and I am looking forward to talking to you today about something that has been weighing very heavily on my heart, and that is... What I have witnessed as a literal plague of the fear of death that is impacting uh, our culture and our our society at large, but also really impacting the Christian community. Um, I don't think I've ever seen so many Christians express such a great fear of dying and What we come to discover as we approach this study is that the fear of death, it is a bondage, underlying bondage that gives root to, that I should say gives the fruit to other fears. It is most of the fears that we see um, expressed. And in daily life, or, uh, you know, in ourselves, sometimes in our friends and our family, really are rooted in the fear of death. Many, uh, many th- anxiety disorders, many that we see, even that are treatable within the mental health community, when you get down to it, it is rooted in a fear of death. Because without Christ, without the knowledge that, to live forever in heaven, that without that knowledge and without the presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, it is, quote, natural to be afraid of death, of leaving this being anymore, of of not being here anymore, of having our bodies no longer functioning, and all that uh, goes along with that. So today we are going to confront head on fear of death. So let's start with our first scripture because that is what is going to help us get free. And you might be today listening to this podcast, driving your car, doing the dishes, maybe you're out for your daily walk, whatever it is you're doing, and you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't think I have um, a fear of death. You would be surprised how many of our daily anxieties rooted ultimately in the fear of death why do we have tremendous um uh anxiety disorders what are many of them rooted in many of them are rooted in ultimately fear of dying every phobia ultimately on the other end of it is the fear we're not going to make it if we do that per- particular thing so it's the same, right, with our obsession sometimes with food, what we're eating. We, we we can't lead a balanced, enjoyable life because we are so afraid. We're afraid of cancer. Why are we afraid? Why are we afraid of that? We're afraid because we think it's going to kill us. Why? Because we're afraid of death. So do you, I hope you see where I'm going here. So I am a big believer when it comes to our freedom in our minds, in our bodies, that we get to the root of issues, we don't keep putting band-aids on it. And I think a lot of the hysteria, a lot of irrational fears, are rooted in the actual rash of this of the of death itself. And so, let's begin in First John five four, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has. The world even our faith one other translation reads the web English Bible reads everyone who is God's child wins a victory over the world because we believe God and another translation everything that has been fathered by God overcomes the corrupt world this is the victory The world even our faith see so this is important how we overcome the world how we overcome the things in the world and the fear of death dominates of people outside of Christ and of course tries to dominate those in Christ when we talk about uh, when we talk about a reference the world when the scripture talks about the world here of a landmass. So when we hear the word world we sometimes defer to a picture of a globe or a landmass but that's not what he's talking about. The that word in is the word cosmos. It is the way things are ordered here in the world that is without Christ. It is the way things are arranged, the order of things in the earth But Jesus came to reconcile all things to himself, to make things right, to get everything that is disordered in order. In order, rather. You think about it, what was the commentary on the ministry of the early church and the apostles? What was said of them? It was said of them that they turned the world upside down. There was sickness, was dis-ease, they created ease and ministered healing. Where there was oppression, they released Jesus' joy. Where there was poverty, they broke people into the freedom of generous giving and a knowledge that because of who they were in Christ, that their needs would be provided by a Heavenly Father. Not even let the lily go unclothed. So, all of that that has been disordered through Jesus Christ and the ministry and power of the Holy Spirit, bringing to pass what he did on the cross, puts things in order. And so, the first thing that has to happen with us as believers, we need to get our thoughts in order. We need to get into alignment and Afraid of dying, create such bondage in our lives. We're afraid of what we eat, afraid of where we go, afraid to travel, afraid—you know—afraid to do just about anything, depending on what it is the enemy is trying to keep us from accomplishing. But in this scripture, we have the key, which is that everyone born of God—if you are a born again child. Been fathered by the Spirit, and you are made new. There is a faith now in you that can enable you to overcome the fear of death. I heard this weekend, uh, Apostle uh, Chuck Pierce say something so powerful um, and so simple, actually. And he he said that basically, we have two paths in life that we can take as a response to stance or event that comes on our path daily that is we can respond in fear or we can respond in faith and what he said is that you cannot counsel away and it's true and I know that to be a fact from my many years in ministry experience with people dealing with um, anxiety you cannot counsel that fear away because What overcomes fear is a step of faith in the opposite spirit. So I'm sure that this person would not mind me sharing this, but I'm going to give you a in my own personal life, my own personal sphere of having someone very close to me who has dealt with most of their adult life with phobias and anxieties around anything medical. True fear about anything where they have to go to a physician, where they have to interact with any kind of medical environment. And that fear ultimately could not be ultimately this person had to make choices that were in the opposite spirit of what that fear was creating. So they would have to push through and fear and make a choice and believe God that he was with her in all things, that he would never leave her or forsake her, and that fear was keeping her from enjoying the life that God had for her. Well, you say, well, what is um, being afraid of a doctor? How can that impact your life? Well, it's not so much a doctor. Yes, it is a doctor, but it's a fear of anything coming in. Her environment impacting herself physically. So, yes, there was a fear of going actually to see a doctor. And you could be perfectly healthy, but in today's world, and where it really was when she had to give birth to her children. And she had several of them. So five, in fact. And every time she had one of those children, she had to deal with having to go to the obstetrician, the pediatricians, all and so what began to break her through was recognizing that the fear was her response to try to control the outcome she was afraid of. And so she made choices of moving forward in the power of the Spirit. She meditated in the Word. She encountered her in her encounters with the Lord through the Word of God. There were times of worship. It became real. And with baby steps, little by little, she began to confront that fear and that faith in her overcame that, quote, disorder. And now after decades of overcoming and overcoming and overcoming, she has spent the last 10 years, her full-time job is in a medical environment. That is where she works key. If you think that you are just going to have someone pray over you and break that spirit of fear, yes, that will happen and the anointing will come to do that. But you are going to have to make choices out of your renewed mind, take steps of faith into your own personal freedom. Only your choices can manifest the freedom spirit being gone from you in response to prayer. So I know that maybe you think that by the end of this, there'll be some magical way that you are free. The way to free is faith in Jesus Christ. I love that. And one of the things that we have to also keep in mind is that when we really walk in this freedom from the fear of death, look like unicorns to the world because we will be pariahs because the world, especially now, on the heels of the pandemic and it, the the world, the our world and our culture oppressed with great anxiety and fear even before this happened. But now you're seeing people. I saw uh, one influential person say a couple of weeks ago that they're going to wear masks the rest of well, I am sorry, that's a bondage. To say you're going to wear a mask everywhere you go the rest of your life. The greatest response that we can have to the fear of death is to start to live. Live by faith. And if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the fear of death should not even be in your vocabulary. We, have in, we are from another kingdom. Out of kingdom realities, heavenly realities that should be ruling and um, dominating the choices that we make so that we can experience the abundant life God has for us. Think of how many things you would do, places you would go, things you would enjoy eating or um, doing if you were not so afraid of death. It's so liberal be able to do those things that even look scary when you know that God is in you. One of the first things that we have to do is we have to confront death itself or death itself. And what I mean by that is that we have to acknowledge that death is part of the story of our salvation in Jesus just as much as the necessary part of Christ's resurrection. We, you know, even the Apostle Paul did not want us to be uninformed about death. He wrote in 1 Thessalonians 4.13, we would not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. The Apostle Paul wanted us to have a proper narrative in which death literally had a life beginning and an end. It is not, as people of faith, we don't ignore the existence of something. The fear of death, there are many fears that are, ir- the fear of death is a rational fear. It certainly is not helpful to say to people, oh, well, just get over it. Why are you so afraid of dying? Why are you in such a panic about the plague, about the you, you know, that is not, that is not helpful um, because none of us have, or very few of us on the planet have been on the other side to be able to come back and tell us what it's like. Feel what it's like when you know that you're not in Christ and you don't have that insurance of being in heaven forever. Uh, One writer, uh, Nate Brooks, uh, found this wonderful uh, article and he had some on the difference between being um, finding things frightening and being in fear over something. And that's what I really want to get cut off at the root here is the fear of death, because being frightened by something and responding in fear to it are two different things. Uh, He writes, um, what is the difference between fear and things that are frightening? Something that is frightening Definition involves alarm. It's something that causes angst, concern, and dread. It's not the kind of thing you want to wake up and face. Fear invokes the concept of role. The CSB translates first Peter 3:6 as follows: Do what is good and do not fear any intimidation. In other words, what he, what Nate Brooks is saying be afraid of those things that can push you around and harm you while while frightening can describe a situation Brooks writes fear speaks to our response to the situation Jesus himself faced the fear of death the fear that his father would not resurrect him from the dead he faced it the Bible says that In the Garden of Gethsemane, he sweat blood. He actually sweat blood from the conflict that was in him. And ultimately, what did Jesus do to face his fear? Because the Bible is tempted in every way as we are. He made the choice to go ahead. Yes, Lord, your will, and God came through. And Jesus' conquering of death is an experience that we enter into. The apostle wrote, fear, uh, excuse me, death, where is your sting? Because the greatest death is spiritual death, separation from the father forever, never being in heaven forever. Jesus also encouraged the people to not fear those that can kill only but not your soul. Jesus said to fear only God, who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. These are the words of Jesus. And do not fear them who kill the body but are not able to but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. In Matthew 10:28. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 15. For as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also, meaning Jesus, took himself, he also himself took part of the same. In other words, we know in f- as flesh and blood, took on a flesh and blood body. He took part of the same that through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death, the devil. So now we know who has the power of death and where the fear of death comes from. It's the devil, according to Hebrews 2.15. And deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. To be afraid of dying is a bondage that Holy Spirit wants us free from in this hour. Our to be as those written about in the early church, that we love our lives even unto the death, that we, we, we don't love our lives even to the death, right? That we are willing to go anywhere and live life by faith, knowing that there is a time that the Father has destined for us to go home, that we have a promise of living a long, healthy life, reasons that this is so been pressing on me is this issue about the our inability to walk in a revelation of divine healing, walking in divine health, and knowing that this is an inheritance for us as God's children, as God's sons and daughters, for us to walk in healing. But when we are afraid of death, we can't confront sickness. We can't confront bad reports of one variant after another if we go into a mental and emotional breakdown that something is going to get us. When we are operating in a a spirit of the fear of death, when we are operating in that, we have every alarm system up to stop anything incoming that we think that will harm. And there's a, a an aspect of that that is um built into us that there is a, you know, we should be afraid of jumping off of a building. We, you know, we should be afraid of putting our hands on the stove. But that trying to control your environment and everything, you won't ever even step out of your house. You won't because basically we're living in a fallen world nature crying out to be redeemed. The air, we live in New Jersey, I say it all the time, we have the worst air in New Jersey. Just walking out my door is an act of faith that I'm not going to breathe in a toxin. Every day has to be lived in faith and joy that now the spirit of life is in me and it's creates an immunity to, and the blood of Jesus curse, coursing through my veins, cours- Coursing through my veins is my immunity from every dark and evil thing that would try to come at me. And if something does get its moment of coming at me, the greater one inside of me to to rise up inside of me and create a bulwark, a standard against every evil work of sickness and disease. Other translations? Uh, out of Hebrews 2.15, call it torment, the torment, being tormented all of your life, being afraid of death. Listen to the message translation. Since the children are flesh and blood, it's logical that the Savior took on flesh and blood in order to rescue them by his death, by embracing death, taking it into himself. He destroyed, Hold on, death, and freed all who cower through life, scared to death of death. You need, we need to stop that now. We need to stop the encroachment of this evil entity from dominating our lives. Um, John eleven verses twenty five through twenty six. Let's let's also rest our faith. How we count death is, is uh, resting our faith in the revelation that we will be in heaven with Jesus eternally, that this is part of our salvation is to be forever with the Lord. What is there to fear if we know where we're going? Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. <laughs> physical death, but whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Jesus asked, and he asks me today and you, do you believe that you will never die? And yes, there is the frightening aspect of what death will be like or being in pain or the suffering. And honestly, that is the legitimate thing that we're afraid of. Even in that, can't we trust the Father who has watched over us all of our life and will be with us, where we will just give up the ghost and be with him forever and be in, in our loved ones that have gone on before us and be in the presence of the angels and the Lord forever. Think of, the, of Stephen, the Apostle Stephen, who was being stoned and was able to stand and gaze, gaze up into heaven and see Jesus. He was being stoned to death and had a smile looking at Jesus. That is what it's going to be like. But we can't allow the devil to torment us with imaginations of something else. Romans 6.25, if we have been united with him like this in his day, certainly also be united with him in his resurrection isaiah 25 verse 8 i love this verse he will swallow up prophesying about the messiah isaiah, he will swallow up death forever the sovereign lord will wipe away the tears from all faces he will remove the disgrace of his people from all the earth the lord has spoken and then the scriptures in Revelation that speak about Jesus conquering death for us. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of love, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Revelation 7.17. And now Revelation 21.4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will- Death or mourning or crying or pain for the listen to this the old order of things has passed away. The old order of things has passed away. Willing to stand out in the crowd, are you willing to say, I am not going to submit to this fear mongering? And this, we've, I'm like discerning, we're getting, we're. Ever getting sick. We're afraid of anything ever bad happening to us. And so we're even allowing um, our governments to uh, dominate us in ways and make decisions that it's all rooted in fear. It's all rooted in fear. Now, there are certain things, of course, that make that our common sense, but there are other actions and things that are being, that are upon our liberties not only as americans but as christians imposing on our liberties because someone else is in bondage to the fear of death and now they're not only control their environment and their life but they they want to without permission control mine and maybe yours and so this is so critical that as believers in this season Stand up in faith, that we are, we don't drink the Kool-Aid of fear of everything and dousing ourselves with disinfectant from top to bottom. I mean, I know that I might lose some saying this, but you know, for years I didn't use disinfectants. You know, doesn't mean I'm dirty, but I didn't use them simply because of all of the, the um the data that was coming in that of it in our kitchens in especially in our kitchens and uh, on our bodies is making us less immune to incoming germs. God has given us this incredible immune system and we need not fear. I mean, many of us have faced things. I know I got a virus coming back from India one time that I literally thought I was going to die. I was on a plane with 103 fever being told by, you know, by a German stewardess, no more vasa. I could not even bring the water on the plane. And I had a 103 degree fever. And for days, I could not get out. I'm, that was years and years and years ago. And the immune system that God gave me, gave me victory over it. You know, the rubber is meeting the road here. Either we are going to believe not. And I am choosing to believe God's word. I am choosing to believe that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is also giving life to my body today. It's creating immunity. It's creating strength. It's creating life. It's releasing a barrier all around me from everything that is around me. It's about our perspective have to get the right perspective, and if we face the frightening aspects of death and confront them, we have the perspective that we need. Nate, uh, Nate broke comment that, in short, the fear of death is a conflict between our view of Christ and the natural fears that emanate from our hearts. Will we fear that which is frightening? Stronger our vision of Christ, I'm gonna say that again, the stronger our vision of Christ, the more intricately his love for us and our love for him has wound itself in daily joys and sorrows, the lesser our fear of death will be. For every Christian, death is a path we must walk, but it is the path to meeting greatest friend and that is true let's adopt the perspective the heavenly perspective communicated by the Apostle Paul in Philippians 120 through 21. Christ will be magnified and get glory and praise in this body of mine wow that's that's a way to live every day right to make that your 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 goal your declaration about your day, that Christ will be magnified and get glory and praise in your body. Paul goes that he would get glory and praise in this body of mine and be boldly exalted in whether through life or through death. For me to live is Christ, is life in me, and to die is gain. (laughs) Instead of the fear of death not petrified that a germ is going to get him. He is reveling in the idea that he will be in God, with Jesus forever, that die is gain, the gain of the glory. If, however, it is to be life in the flesh and I am to live on here, that means fruitful service for me. So I can say nothing as to my personal preference. I am choose that is how real eternity in his heart was that he couldn't choose which would be better it was Lord you make the choice for me Lord because I can do what I'm doing here but I also rejoice at the idea of being you with you forever so I just you all today to expose this. Be honest with the Lord. Be honest whenever you start to get afraid of something. Think about why you are fearful. Why are that way? And if the fear of death is at the core, you've got to cut that off and live the life that Jesus wants you to live. Death has lost its the joy of salvation, I knew that warmth of the Holy Spirit as an 18-year-old, knowing that I would be with him in eternity forever. I know some people say, oh, You're not supposed to scare people with with hell and all that, but I will say that I'm candid enough to say that one of the things that allured me to the gospel was the promise of ever life. Because really, who wants to go to hell? But back in that day, we were allowed to talk about hell. Um, so it was much more uh I, I was heard the gospel through through of the truth of heaven and hell both being realities. And so today I release you in the name of Jesus into a spirit of freedom. I take a over the spirit of fear in every dimension of your life. And I exhort you to move forward in faith. Whatever you are afraid of today, whatever is causing to confront it, take a step, move forward and allow the Holy Spirit to come and create the, the reality of what is on the other side and what's on the other side. Jesus and his grace and his provision and his life. You are not alone. So there's no reason to fear the unknown. Thank you so much for joining me today in the cast. Don't forget to follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Follow me at Kathy Bixel. And also, don't forget to go to our website and sign up for our e blast so that you can be updated all my itinerary, new blogs, and uh, all that uh, we are doing to encourage and build up the body of Christ and release the awakening spirit into our nation and the nation. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Kathy Vixel Podcast. For more information about Kathy, our upcoming itinerary, media resources, and more, visit Kathyvixel.com. Again, we want to thank you. Listen.